0: Hello again, Pastor Deborah here of the King's International Spiritual Care University. And this is going to be another class in the basic ancient history section of the school. I'm just now waiting, people are still coming in. I didn't tell anybody I was going to record this morning but I had the opportunity so I took it and I'm going to talk about some wonderful, wonderful things that caught me with my britches down, caught me by surprise that I knew nothing about and had to do deep studying to learn about. So as people are coming in, my ushers here in this wonderful place that's been provided for us spiritually we are in the garden here on earth called Eton. and we happen to have this wonderful building I think of something with some light and sort of outside sort of inside not quite sure but people are coming in and they're bringing Others with them some little ones some mamas some of you oh I see them yes they may come in in their hijabs they may stay covered up that is no problem you want to know if the Isis guys that are in prison can come yes their spirits are welcomed and you want to know if some of the imams can come yes and some of the Chinese government Yes, they're all welcome, and all those in the LGBT community are welcome. All the children from school, all their parents, everyone. This message is not for an exclusive group. It is for the entire race, called humanity. All right, everybody down seated, and the ushers, if they come in. you know what to do. Make sure they find a seat. They have pencils and tablets. and they're comfortable, get them some water. Uh, yes, okay. All right. I don't know how many are here today. But the word is spreading. All right. Everybody ready? Let's go. Basic class. The King's International Spiritual Care University. I'm taking you through Pastor Deborah's journey from being a mental health counselor and living and thinking and helping people that way to a complete new way that I knew nothing about of how to help people from a spiritual way. You may not know it, but Pastor Deborah had been saved sort of believing in this Christ Jesus, this kingdom of heaven this great God somewhere, since she was four years old. I have memories and stories of kneeling on my knees at four next to my father and saying the Lord's Prayer. Now, I must have got baptized, saved, whatever, when I was very young. Did I get off the path? You betcha. Did I go to churches that didn't teach me about This stuff, yes. But I kept going. I kept looking. I even went to communes when I was in college. I think I went to Catholic services, Baptist services. I went to places to try to find something I knew was there. But I guess I hadn't found it through the established Religious churches. In fact, did you know that my birth into the earthly world was at 8.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning? I was born during the time people should be in church. Then, because being in the military as a dependent, we moved around a lot. I never got into a local church. We always went to church on the military basis. Didn't know who or what denomination was preaching. There really wasn't any Sunday school. And then when we went in the community, I didn't know anybody. Then I would get sick. I had a lot of allergies. I had strep throat, earache, sick, all kind of stuff. So I never really got to fit in, sort of planted, in a local church. Never was really around any particular denomination. Had a King James Bible that was given to me. Still have it. When I went under the name of Debbie. Debbie is a sort of short version for Deborah. Still have it from my childhood. Used to read it all the time. Loved watching all the Christmas movies. But I believed in Santa Claus at the same time. Go figure. But because my heart, I lived in a family that was very stressful, mental illness, just a icky, icky family. I sought out peace. I'd go in my living room, would put on some peaceful music, watch the aluminum Christmas tree with lights. Listen to Elvis Presley or Perry Como. That'll age me. Quietly, loved having to be in the house where it was peaceful. Cause I grew up in a family that was not peaceful. There was no talking about anything. Not even I didn't barely got the talk from my mother about this thing called sex. No discussions, no family prayers, no devotional time. And when it got icky, no counseling. So I had to find and search and look for myself, as most of you are doing, behind the black Hajibs. You're asking questions. Is this it? Is this all I am? Is there not anything more? I want to tell you about a wonderful movie that many of you can watch that helps to show you who and what you are right now, this moment. Yes, you guys. It's called Star Trek the Movie. Back when Star Trek, I don't know, back in the 60s, it had a three-year run on television. Then it ended. And it had their spaceship was called the Enterprise, USS Enterprise, Captain Kirk and Spock and Dr. McCoy. And what happened was after a few years, People fell in love with Star Trek. I did. And they demanded that this uh, space uh, shuttle, the first one, be called the USS Enterprise. They lobbied and got that. Then after a few more years, because they desired and wanted more of Captain Kirk and Spock and this wonderful group of people and going to the stars and the planets and beyond, being a research ship, They demanded, so a movie came out. The very first movie with the same team called Star Trek The Movie. And in it, it was a story about how Captain Kirk had been promoted and was now an Admiral, but he wasn't flying anymore. Somebody had taken over the Enterprise, a new version of the Enterprise, which was actually named after a Navy aircraft carrier, the USS Enterprise. And the whole movie was based on military uh, captains of ships. Because this was like a spaceship. And you had the same kind of thing. And so it was based off of that. I think Gene Roddenberry, who's dead now, was the creator of the stories and producer was excellent. And we still have him at Star Trek around today. We have a new cast of characters. We have Chris, I think his name's Chris Pine. And we have a new Spock. I mean, have a new uh, doctor. And we keep on moving. Excellent, excellent. And J.J. Uh, Abrams, I believe, is the one who produced it and filmed it now. Love those stories. In this particular one that was called Star Trek the Movie, there was a alien being... That was going throughout the solar system coming up to a planet sending out some kind of signal talking trying to get a response back and when this entity as they called it did not get a response back it blew up the planet got pissed off had a temper tantrum destroyed it so this entity was moving closer and closer to the Earth. And a distress signal went out from one of these planets or starships back to the Federation. In fact, I have even told Dubai to create a space Federation. They just put somebody up in the space station. They're on their way. And I told them, Create a federation like in Star Trek, star academies. Become the Middle East place for people who want to go into space. Back to the moon. U.S. is going back there. On to Mars and beyond. Build an academy. Just like in the Star Trek movies. Build the starships like in the Star Trek. Get the, the Go watch those, I told them. Build a federation of the Middle East countries and go out to the stars. Leave the planet. So in this movie, this entity is moving towards Earth, going planet by planet, signaling the planet with some signal, getting no response, blowing it up, destroying it. So the distress call comes to the Federation on planet Earth. They, Captain Kirk, who's an admiral now, but he doesn't fly anymore because admirals don't do that, wants to get back in the seat in the captain's chair. But there's somebody there. So what happens is he does a deal, works behind the scenes to get the Federation put him back on this new ship he knows nothing about. And he asks the captain, who's a real nice guy, if he would stay on as a first officer. So he does. It's a very tenseful situation. And they broadcast over the ship about this entity. They know nothing about it. But they're going to go out and meet it and see what they can do before it comes and destroys the earth. So when they get out there, you also, uh, before, while they're leaving, there's another component to it, where Spock has left and gone back to his home planet, and is fixing to go through a special ceremony called Kolinar, I think that's it, where all emotion and feelings are taken out of you, and you are just a pure logical machine. You make decisions on pure logic no feelings you really don't have love you don't have hate you get married but not because you love somebody because that wasn't logical because the i think he was um a vulcan and vulcans prided themselves on having no emotions being very logical so spark was getting ready to go through this ceremony To wipe all that out because his original group of people had sort of grown up split apart like when you go to high school or college or something and everybody's gone so he's away from this group of people who would become his family and he's fixing to go through this ceremony and something inside of him stops him you'll see it in the movie he says no so he decides he hears about this entity And that the USS Enterprise is heading out to go check it out. So he gets in a spaceship of something by himself. And he goes to meet them. Well, Captain Kirk is so happy to have them. They are best buddies, friends. And this whole team is you'll find there'll be people that will go with you out into the wild. Out for five years. Out into some strange stuff. Your life depends on them. You love them. You'll protect them. You'll die for them. You're a techie person. You understand all this stuff. We had somebody from Russia. And they had somebody from from the black community. And we had Americans. And we have weird creatures. It's an excellent Program to watch how different living creatures and different people with different ancient gifts can come together. Now, the uh, Federation was not a military uh, division. It was a research. Go out and check out. Seek out things you've never seen before. So everybody was smart and techy. Come from different planets, different cultures. Oh, Spock had some pointy ears. People had some weird. It's excellent. To see how you can come together for a single purpose. Stay on a starship. Be bonded to each other in love and respect and honor. So Spock gets back. He doesn't talk to anybody about what he was going to go through and that he has this deep deep desire to find something he's searching 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 he thought going through the colonar removing all emotion would be it and be cold and just pure logical we might think just be pure religious but that wasn't it but he doesn't tell them he just Everybody's glad to see him. But he's got this secret search going on, trying to find something, trying to find some kind of connection, something, some...'t know he doesn't even know what. But he knew it wasn't to take out all feelings and emotions and be a pure logical machine. So they all get on the starship start heading out to find us in today Well, they run into it and they start talking to it and they don't know anything about it it's just it gets mad spot goes out on a solo trip to find out you know he can do that mind meld where he puts his hands on something He can read their minds and uh, so he goes out, because remember he is searching. He minds melds with this entity through stuff. And he learns that this thing was searching, just like he was. It was searching for purpose and identity. It was trying to contact its creator, but he didn't know who it was. And Spock tells it what happened was it got sent out on a mission got lost somewhere, got beat up, got thrown down a wormhole, a dark hole, got run over by a truck, got abused. It's a mess, just like all of you guys are. Life had come along and done a number on this thing. And it ended up in some hands of some living machines. And they loved it. And they fixed it back up. And they sent it back on to finish its mission. And its mission was to go out, gather all data, bring all that information back to its creator. Transmit that information back to its creator. But it didn't know who the creator was. I'm not quite sure if I've got this V'ger story on the website yet. I'm I'm working multiple things at once here. It was trying to find this creator so it could fulfill its purpose. Make a connection. Do what it was purpose created to do. And it couldn't find it. It would go to these planets, send a signal out. No response. It would pray communicate nothing nothing how many of you have done that you have gone and prayed and you hear nothing and you give offerings and gifts and nothing you pray for your family and nothing you pray for healing and nothing you're hoping you believe in that this God has a, a heart and a voice but you hear nothing or if you do hear something it's bad or it's pray more, kill another chicken. So this entity searching, just like Spock. Spock is trying to find something, but it knows not what. So Spock comes back to the Enterprise, starts telling Captain Kirk and the doctor what this thing is. He says, it's a child. It's searching. It's looking. And Kirk says, for what? Because it does not know. But it feels incomplete. It feels I'm missing a connection. I'm trying to find my Creator. I'm trying to fulfill my purpose that I was created to do, but I don't know who it is. I don't know where it is. I'm trying, trying so hard. But yet, it's as a child. It just needs, and Spock says, "Just like me, I've been searching for something." And he's after his trip, he comes back. He's in the uh, hospital part of the ship, and he grabs Captain Kirk's hand. and he says, "This, this emotional connection, this hand in hand with people I love." That I am more than a logical slave and servant and robot to a culture, to traditions. I'm bonded to a family that loves me, that cares about me. I. This is what I. So Spock understood this search of this entity and it was a child and when he would send out a message, a prayer, a request and nothing happened, it got mad and threw a temper tantrum and it shakes the stuff, it blows up the planets it's trying with everything it knows to complete its mission so then it takes out a human being and makes it a probe a a young lady, I think her name was Ileah who had had a mental and spiritual love for the uh, executive officer. But because she was sort of a celibate like a Catholic priest, they had no touch. But you could tell there was love there. And this probe from this entity comes on board the ship. And they recognize it's looking. It's searching. It's asking questions. Just like we do. This ancient thing that had been long lost, nobody knew about. Ghosts, like you're here. You're probing, you have sent in your spirit. You're asking questions of your leaders, your imams, the books, uh, the Quran. You're from your husband. You're asking, you're seeking. You're a child looking for something. So it wanders all over the ship, and Spock has to remind him it's a, just a probe. There's something else. There's another part of them, and it's looking for this creator. And Spock has to explain that mankind, even though in what in the space course, we're not the creator, was the creator. And they find out that this name of this entity was V-Ger, Vger. I I didn't know what that meant. So they start looking through the ship's logs and they find that back in the 60s or something, NASA, who no longer existed, had sent out a probe, we've done that from Earth, to go out and probe the universe. And it was called Voyager 6. And it was to go out on a mission and gather take pictures, gather all information it could come back around and return all that information via a radio code to NASA. After it had gone through this wormhole, got run over, abused life, it got it continued on its mission. But it had no memory of who the creator was. It still had the communication. So once the Captain Kirk realized who it was, it was a machine trying to transmit its information, complete its mission. But the signal was in an old code that the to something that no longer existed and they were trying to get to the heart of Vija itself. So they got taken there and they found out what it was. Spock talks to them about the mission and how this entity is has so much knowledge but it's lacking something it wants to know is this all that i am is there nothing more is this it i'm sort of alive i have a lot of not but i'm not alive i'm alone in the universe who is this creator i want to touch him i want to reach him i want to be one with that creator i've been alone too long so Spock is telling Captain Kirk about, because Spock felt the same way. And Spock could understand the feelings of this living machine now, Veecher. And if, so they figured out if they helped Veecher to communicate and transmit his knowledge to NASA, to the ship, It would satisfy this entity and it would complete its mission but this entity feature had changed it's no longer just a machine it was a living machine with feelings now and desires and want it wanted something more wanted to be something more it wanted to know if it was more than what it could be is this it it wanted some type of something So they started doing the connection and Vijra itself sabotaged itself so it couldn't be completed because that's not what Vijra wanted. Just having knowledge is not enough for us. Vijra said, I want more. I don't want to just complete my purpose, my destination, why I was created. I want a relationship. I want a connection that's so deep that I change and evolve into some new life form because I know I've seen there's more I want more so then Captain Kirk and then pull away and they start talking what do we do and the probe I Leah with pleading eyes of love to this executive officer who she had loved it's pleading with her eyes, please come here. Come and join with me. If you're the creator, make the connection. Let us become a new life form. Let us be one. Let me touch you, my creator. And you could see it in Aya eyes. She's pleading so hard. So this young guy who really loved her, I'll go, I'll make the connection. And Captain Church says, you don't know what's gonna happen. He says, yes I do, and I want this. So he steps up there and he wires it. He steps away and light starts coming. And feature is starting to touch him and starting to connect with his creator. And then Aaliyah the Probe, the female, steps into this light and this, it's just beautiful. And they are just looking at each other, reconnecting the creator and its creation, a connection of love. And and I'm going to be more. It's going to happen. I'm going to be a new life form. And you can see it happening. So Captain Kirk and them said, we better leave because something's going to explode. And they leave and they get. And Doc says, did we just watch a new birth? Did we just watch a new life form come into existence? Spock said yes. And it shows the explosion. And that is how it is with our creator. We are children like Beecher 6. Searching and looking and probing. Wanting to touch the creator. Wanting to become more than just what we are. What the world and our religion and our culture says we want to be this new life form. But we need this connection, this gift with the Creator, just like Fisher. Spock found it in humanity, love and friends and purpose. And this entity found it and became a new life form. Never existed before. It was beautiful. So I wanted to tell you that story. To introduce you to video five. I hope to get Vitor up in written form. It may be there, but not. Go watch the movie. Star Trek, the movie. You'll be in tears at the end of it now that you know the spiritual revelations about how our hearts and our spiritual hearts are searching for ancient gifts we're looking and searching and we get mad and pissed off when we when we go and pray and read our ancient and we love our children and our husbands or they get abused they get killed our leaders are doing killing us and bombing us Our children grow up to be suicide bombers. Our hearts, our spirits, they're like feature. They're seeking. They want to be more. They want a connection. I don't know who. They don't know how. And once I started moving to help people in this area. These movies started opening up to me. And this. Will, I'll have to. In was there. I love Star Trek. It shows how different cultures. And beings can work together. Shows love and body. You can be smart. And have medicine and nuclear stuff. And it people love it. They want to believe. That we can do this and together we can fight off bad things. Go watch all the Star Trek movies. The old ones, you watch even the, I think it's called The Next Generation. It was on television with uh, another guy. Then go watch the ones with Chris Pine. Excellent. We are like that, trying to find our place. Trying to find a family that we can do all we can do, find where we sit. And be. Okay? And sometimes it's not until we watch a movie we learn about ourselves. This was an excellent, excellent movie feature. That wasn't the name of me, excuse me. Star Trek the movie. How our hearts look for ancient beginnings our ancient creator the gifts that he gave to us and how that relates to us we're all trying believe me i tried i went to communes trying to the hippies here in the 60s they tried to find love joy and peace they had tried during the vietnam war they tried to find it didn't work so then went to LSD didn't work boy that even got messed up everybody is trying to find some kind of peace between us they're trying to find peace and love in here we got people that are afraid to love somebody else because they're a different color or a different sex or no sex or fluid sex it doesn't matter the spirit inside it's where I go that's here in the garden that upon earthly death it's still going to exist and just as Veedra was needs to become a new life form reconnected in one ship partnership molded just like in the movie with its creator so it can go about being more than what it is, doing more than what it ever believed it could do, full of knowledge and wisdom, but a connection, a relationship, just like Leecher wanted. He had knowledge, we all got it. We all go to school, we get knowledge, but we go, is that it? Is there nothing more? Life is not changing. There's bad things still happening. I'm smart, but I, wait, there's something missing. Spock went looking for it. He found it in humanity and love and relationships with strange people that were not like him. Oh, they all made masses. They're all smart. That's not the problem they needed family that was not of their family Spock was the only Vulcan on the ship there were some weird creatures everybody's smart but something happens when you get together for one purpose and it's not to be even in the military you're a band of brothers you protect each other. But that's not working out so well for all the countries, for all the different religions. The religions are banded together against the other religions. So, great movie to watch about how your heart is searching. That's why you're here. Your light feature. A child is mad and angry. Searching for its creator. So enjoy this one. It's the sort of prelogue to video six. <coughs> Excuse me, the ancient guests. Enjoy, and I'll try to get up as quick as I can. If you you can read it, but go watch the movie Star Trek the movie with um, right after the series. You should be able to find it on YouTube, Netflix, something. Go slow. Listen. Take notes. Learn about yourself. Learn about the search you've been on for your creator. Learn about your needs for the creator. Learn how angry you get when you can't find it. How many of you have prayed to Allah and done everything he's asked? and He don't answer your prayers. How about you that pray to all the other gods and you desperately go to River Ganges trying to wash this sin off, get something, trying to be clean. Well, why are you so dirty? And then you burn the body believing it's coming back to earth, which it is, in a different life form. We got Hindus trying to reach up to something called Nirvana where it's a peaceful spiritual place everybody is searching every religion is a search for that creator to find that it is an ancient search that all of humanity has done it's trying to find its ancient gifts from that creator We try to bring it to him, feed them, worship them, serve them, obey them. It ain't working. Our lives are the same. The search is not over. Husbands don't change. Culture doesn't change. Leadership doesn't change. So some of the ancient gifts is this gift reconnection just like feature understanding your spirit all of you guys are looking for your spirit is looking for it that's why you're here so go watch the movie learn about yourself learn a little bit more about the Creator learn about your search listen to Spock and enjoy it's wonderful and I'm going to try to do another one I got a little bit yet before I have to go to a luncheon for pastors and um, but enjoy this one is basic video 5 ancient gifts the gift of feature the entity that was searching for his creator to become more than what he was, to reconnect. He's trying to give what he had inside of him to his creator, made him know who it was. Excellent movie. Enjoy. And we'll try to move on now to video six. Still under ancient gifts. Things that Pastor Deborah had to learn about I watch this movie, I cry every time I think about it. I watched it, bought it, wrote down the words, made notes, got notebooks, excellent. Because I'm a visual learner and God, as I've always watched movies, I'm always looking for true stories. So God was easily able to, to help me to see what he did. But if you're in a culture and you have no access, to the internet, or you're not allowed to watch these kind of movies. That's okay. When you read the Quran or you read Confucius books, if your heart is searching, the Creator will open up those books. When you hear somebody read it to you, or you hear somebody's prayers. You won't hear what they're saying. Your spirit will hear something else. It's in there. It's hidden. You'll see it in other places. If you can't get to the movie, that's alright. You'll get to AHA. You'll see it in a story. A lot of the Arabs know about Sinbad magic carpets ancient fairy tales fables you'll hear about things and you will know just like Beecher and Spock you will find what you're looking for and then you privately just pray for that connection a new life form just like feature and in the spirit oh my gosh it'll be beautiful yes it's for your kids too and your babies your grandmas your moms everybody yes even the Isis guys and the the bad dudes yes everybody doesn't matter the lepers yes for them too so you don't have to watch the movie but if you can it's great but if your heart is seeking to be more than what you are, to find this true spiritual connection to this Creator and become like feature, a new life form, full of power and destiny and purpose, totally changed spiritually, the Creator will help you. He will find you in your dreams, in stories, through books, through people. If you're looking, if you're seeking, enjoy. Pastor Deborah. Now, you guys go take a break. Go potty. And I'm going to come back and start video six. All right. Love you. Love everyone. Bye-bye.